When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Friday, June 23rd. I'm Rudy. Going to a Twins game tonight. For how much you spend on food, you can actually buy the whole damn team. Let's take a long walk to Cleveland. so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. My name is Rudy Pavich. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. And every day, 9.45 a.m., we go live on Instagram at Rudy underscore Pavich. Today on the show, well, Marshall's got a fan for life. But first, a couple of things, business to take care of. First off, uh, if you're going to be in northern Wisconsin this weekend, I will be at Rhinelander Brewing Company. Uh, Show is 8 p.m. with uh, Jake Peterson and Justin Paulson. Both a couple of comedians from Iowa that um, I've uh, had a uh, a good uh, a good amount of time and hanging out with these dudes for a while now. And Shar says that they cannot hear what is going on. There we go. We'll plug that in. Hopefully that'll work. Now it's been a long ass day. Jesus criminy, it's been a long ass day already. Christ, I've been up since like I don't even know, man. Like five five o'clock, getting goddamn work done. It has been a long ass day. Already, Jesus. Uh, hey, Jen, what's happening? Crystal, good morning to you as well. What's up, Jamie? Hello, Lindsay, Shar, Kira. What's up, Auntie Reedy? How are you? Mira, good morning. Oh, man, Wyatt, what's up, buddy? Yeah, it's, uh, you guys having a hard time hearing this? I think I may just have to pull the plug on this for a second. I know we're, we're still recording, but we may have to just do that. How can you guys hear now? I know we're having some te- technical dif- uh, difficulties this morning. Um, yeah. So, am I shouting? Is that what you're saying, Mira? Is that what this sounds like? Because if so, we may just have to like restart this whole thing. Not this, but po- I'm not restarting this podcast. Chris, I got way too much fucking work to do today. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Um, yeah, not doing any, um, uh, not doing any uh, stand up tonight. Uh, but tomorrow night, I'll be in, in as I mentioned, Rhinelander, Wisconsin. And then uh, coming up on September, I think it's September 9th, a Thursday night, I think it is. Uh, last night, the Twin Cities Film Fest had a, like a, a short, like a, a small, like a short film festival almost, where they had stand-up comedians, and they also had some, I don't know what you want to call it, uh, like a couple of short films, and they had some like, I don't know if they had like a guest speaker last night, but um, but yeah, it, uh, it they're going to be doing another one September 9th, and I'll be at it'll be at the uh, Twin Cities Film Fest uh, offices, which I believe are still in West End. I don't think that's changed, but uh, yeah, if you get a chance, check that out. That'll be fun. They'll play a bunch of comedic shorts, and then we'll be doing some stand-up, and I believe Raising a Daughter, the short film that I had made that won a couple of awards, I think it'll also be playing that night, so... Uh, yeah, so if you get a chance, check that. I'll give you some more details as that one comes around because that'll be a uh, that'll be a fun show. And then uh, Tuesday night again, I'll be back at uh, House of Comedy in uh, Minneapolis at uh, the uh, Mall of America. Uh, let's see, taking a look, see who's around. Shar, we could hear you, just not the sound. Yeah, we were having some technical problems this morning. And Christ, I've been up so goddamn early getting some shit done. What's up, John? How's uh, Kansas City going, man? Hopefully things are going well. Good morning, Jim Norner. 
How are you, dude? Good to see you. But uh, but yeah, it should be a it should be a fun weekend. Looking forward to it. Today on the show, we'll also do uh, some street of the week and uh, one rant for the road. But uh, oh, but first, Jesus Christ! Last night, I took my daughter out. We went to Target, and I, this is how I can tell she's my kid. I took her to Target, and it's her mom's birthday today. So I take her to uh, Target. She starts walking around, and she just wanted to buy her like either a foam roller or one of those holders for the car that you stick in the vent and hold your phone, and. She starts walking around and seeing the prices, and she's like, God, this is outrageous. They want $35 for a foam roller. I'm like, hey, it's your money. You got to figure it out. This is the adult decision you got to make. Are you willing to spend $35 on somebody who gave you life, pushed you from her loins? Is a $35 foam roller worth it? Chilly went, no. I said, well, what do you want to do? So we searched for a couple of other small products that her mom might enjoy for her birthday. Kinley's like, still too expensive. I said, all right, listen, I got shit to do, so we're not going to, you know, fuck around with this too long. So let's please just go somewhere like Marshall's. So we drive to Marshall's not too far from the house. We walk in. And you know that scene in Clerks when Randall gets to the video store and he falls to his knees? I've never seen anybody more ecstatic about prices in my life. My daughter lost her goddamn mind. She was running around, picking up shit off of, off the shelf, just like, oh my God, $17 for a heated pillow? I don't even need a heated pillow, but we're going to buy it. They got a, they got a dart set. I don't even play darts, but it's $12.99. They have strings of lights. Oh my God, strings of lights. Strings of lights are $4. We're going to buy them. A 22 pound bag of jelly beans for $4.99? I don't even like jelly beans. Let's just buy it. The price is right. She went goddamn bananas. I mean, when we walked out of there, so we had spent, for all the stuff that Kinley bought for her mom, it came to like $29. I think she got her like six things. I've never seen anybody so elated in my life. Losing her mind about the prices at Marshall's. And I was like, good. God, this is where I want you in life. This is where I want you all set up and ready to go. I want you looking at every price tag possible. Because <laughs> most kids don't see the value of money. See, the way I do it with uh, my daughter is she has a credit card that I have that is connected to my bank account. Her name is on it. She has to take it everywhere she goes. If she wants to spend money, she's more than welcome. Now, when she uses her credit card, it comes out of my account. But I make her physically hand me money the next day. So for the $30 she spent last night, she'll have to hand me $30 today. I want her to physically watch the transaction of money go down. Because I I don't think a lot of kids realize that to them, money is invisible. It's all credit and it's all debit cards and you just, you never see it. But if there is like an actual transaction, a physical, you could, it's, it's, you know, it's, you can feel it. It is in your hands, man. It's malleable. Like you just, you crumple it up and then it's gone. That's all it is. It's gone. It's just, there it goes. I wanted to be able to feel that. And this is a, this is a great way to do it. They have the green card out right now, which is like, I think it's called, is it called the green card? The go card? Mm, I'd have to look it up. But basically it's a, it's a credit card that mom and dad control the, the amount of money flowing into that card. So, you know, you get some dishes done, they'll stick five bucks on that card. You can walk around and swipe it if you want. I'd still much rather, for how much I love credit and for how much I and not to be in credit card debt. There's a huge difference. Uh, I use credit cards for everything. And I think it's if you have a good grasp of money, I feel like that is 
pe- people who have a good grasp of money, that's what they use. And every month you just pay the balance off. So I opened up a an American Express card. I don't know what it was, you know, three years ago, something like that. And they sort of have all these like little perks that you can you can get. Uh, I I opened up my my Amex is connected to Delta. It's like a Delta Gold card, right? So it's all airline miles, and they have these little things like, hey, if, you know, if you if you spend this amount of money, they'll throw an extra five thousand miles on. If you fly with Delta and you purchase a Delta ticket on this credit card, they'll you know quadruple the points, whatever it is. So in like, I haven't spent a ton of dough, but in like I don't know three years. I've got 150,000 miles on this card that started out with like, I don't know, 20, 30, something like that. And all the trips I'm taking, like New York, that's all on Delta. That's all free. That's all. You're going to spend the money anyways. Why not try to get a little back for it? You know, and especially anybody who's going to make some big purchases and you're like, God, man, like three grand sucks right now. I can't handle a $3,000 hit, but we got to do something. You know, like my back is killing me. I need a new sleep number. There's great financing ways to be able to make these purchases and you can enjoy life a little bit and not go in debt. It's everybody's afraid to like spend money all the time. And I'm like, no, you listen, you, you get one go at this. Enjoy it a little bit, you know, buy that. You're going to, you spend eight hours a day in bed, fucking buy a nice bed. You got to drive places, get a decent car. The things you need to spend a lot of money on. Feel free to do it. And there's great ways to do it. Like when I bought all my furniture, um, uh, I was, uh, I bought it and I basically bought it on like a, you know, whatever, 36 month interest free. And then you just pay it off once a month. And just, I mean, just, you have to make sure that by the end of the promotion period that you're completely at zero because they, oh, dude, they will fuck you when it comes to the interest. But uh, Mel, I don't have a single credit card. Been wondering what's the best one out there that has the best purse. It, it all depends on what you want to do and what you want you want to get back. So for me, because I want to travel, the Delta card is great. Like I had to, when I missed my flight in, uh, in Montana, when I missed that flight, I purchased a ticket through Delta. And at the time they had like a promotion going on. So even though I had to spend $198 on, you know, whatever the, the ticket to be able to get home with that purchase, it was like quadruple the miles, right? So I actually got like 900 miles out of making one trip, one flight for 198 bucks. Now, depends on where you go, but like my flight, my, you know, return flight, my uh, round trip ticket to New York on that Delta card was like, 13,000 miles or something like that. So, and there's like, there's great perks with it. Like you get free bags, you know, like you don't have to pay to have your bags on Delta. Um, yeah, there's just some like, and they all, and also with American Express, they have certain places that during like a 90 day period, you can get 40% off at this one place. So it's a, uh, it's such a, yeah, that's the best. And there are some, some credit cards. Like if you're like, I want cash back, I want every single month. I want to be able to, uh, you know, Maybe not every month, like every quarter, every three months. You're like, I want to go out for a steak dinner and I don't want to pay for it. Well, then get a card that has increments of like one, two and three percent cash back on whatever it is that you buy. Some will be like if you spend a ton on groceries, say you got four kids and a husband and you're always constantly at the grocery store. Find a card that'll give you like three or four percent back on uh, grocery purchases and then at the end of three months, you look and you're like, Jesus, man, I got like 350 bucks just sitting for cash back. 
and you just hit the button and they fire it right back to you. Uh, Mel, I look, uh, I'll look into it. I usually fly Southwest due to no baggage fees and find it the best price. No, I, I, I totally 1000% agree. There are times where it's cheaper for like when I flew to uh, Florida for Kinley and I to both go to Florida round trip airfare for each of us was I think $103 on Frontier. And plus, I wasn't bringing any camera gear with me. I was just basically, it was just me and her and one bag because we just shared our bag. And, you know, I think the luggage cost was like $40 or something like that. So, um, so yeah, but it just kind of depends on what you want, you know, on, on what it is that you want to get back. Most of the time it's cash back or it's airline miles. And the airline miles for me are the way to go. So, um, uh, Jamie, have you ever taken Megabus? Are you, what? Oh my God. Do you have a death wish? Why would you take, there's no, there's no way. No. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh dear God. No. There was a friend of mine who was uh, going down to go see, uh, Avenge Sevenfold in Chicago. And they have a mega bus that is from, uh, Minneapolis to Chicago. It's back and forth. It costs like, I don't know, $14 to get to Chicago on the mega bus, but you're packed in there with a bunch of people. And I told him, I said, dude, I don't think you want, it's him, it's, it was him and his girlfriend. I'm like, I don't think you want to take the mega bus, man. Like, you know, just trust me. I've seen some riffraff that comes through that parking lot downtown Minneapolis that loads onto the mega bus. And I don't think you want it. And one of the funniest things that I, when I told him about it, he gets to mega bus and he's waiting in the parking lot where they pick him up. And there's a reason why they don't pull into like a, an actual bus stop. <laughs> You're not pulling into the Greyhound Center uh, with the mega bus. It's like an abandoned parking lot in downtown Minneapolis where they pick up people. That's not a joke. Swear to you. And him and his girlfriend are standing in the parking lot where the little like homemade sign that says mega bus pick up here. They're standing next to it and there's nobody around. There's nobody around. It is. It's just those two. And he's looking at his watch going, dude, we're like three minutes away from mega bus showing up. It doesn't look like there's anybody that's going to come up. Ride, I mean, what the hell? All of a sudden, the mega bus pulls in. They open up the door. Everybody gets off. As soon as him and his girlfriend start to walk onto the mega bus, dude, it was like it was like cockroaches crawling out from under cars. It was just people coming out from like behind buildings, and they all jump on the mega bus. And I'm like, well, yeah, dude, everybody's trying to skip town. Everybody's trying to get out because they got warrants. They got people looking for them. They owe people money. So everybody's just trying to get to Chicago for as cheap as possible. So they take the mega bus. I was like, dude, I told you not to take the goddamn mega bus. It is, that is, ugh. and he said the whole way down there, man, it was like, his girlfriend was just freaking out. Like, oh my God, what are we doing here with all these meth heads? And Jesus Christ, she's like clutching onto her purse the entire time. And then she's wrapped up with him. And I'm like, I told you, dude, the mega bus is not the way to go. Jesus but definitely look into like some of those uh, those credit cards. I pay everything with a credit card. Also, the thing that people don't know about it is if your identity gets stolen with a debit card or somebody were to take it and use that debit card, you are still you could still be liable for those purchases. Credit card, dude, they take care of you, especially American Express. Oh, my goodness. You ever have an issue with American Express? Don't worry about it. They will call you. I got a phone call from them one time that uh, which 
I was a little hurt, but I was also like, I'm glad I got somebody who's watching my back. Uh, I got a phone call from him one time and they were like, hey, good morning, Mr. Povich. Say, we're just uh, doing a quick uh, courtesy call. Just want to make sure everything is, uh, you know, on the up and up. Uh, we noticed that there were three separate purchases made at three separate liquor stores within an hour and just wanted to make sure. And I was like, yeah, 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 that's me. Yeah. No, no, no. Thank you for reminding me. I appreciate it. <laughs> but it is nice. Yeah, Jamie says accurate AF. It totally is, man. That mega bus is just, I mean, it's just nothing but like, you know, convicts just trying to get out of town. That's all it is. 17 bucks will get, and it's a, that's a long ass bus ride, dude. I think from Minneapolis to Chicago, it is, uh, what the hell is it? Is it like five hours, four and a half, five hours, something like that. And dude, and then they also make a couple of stops. I think they hit like Madison, um, Tomo, Wisconsin, which is also just like, you know, nine teeth between the whole town. But dude, yeah, that mega bus is ridiculous. Uh, Amanda, American Express is the best. If something looks off, they text or call me all the time. I, yeah, man, listen, I, they, they can be like a son of a bitch, um, to be able to get sometimes like they kind of hold the standards up, but you know, and that's why I'm doing the thing with my daughter by giving her a credit card that I can control because when she's 18 and then moves on, she'll have a 700 credit score. Could you imagine having that when you were that age? Dude, not that I like, you know, blame my parents about it or anything, but they just didn't have that information. They just, it just wasn't out there. You know, we've been able to put children, I think between the ages of 13 and 18, we've been able to put them on adult credit cards now since like 1974. And nobody knew it. Nobody had any of that information. And I, th I think I, I read it on Facebook one day. And I was like, well, thank you, Facebook. Finally. It's not all doom and gloom and, you know, rah-rah Trump. It's some actual decent information. So, yeah, definitely look into it. Like I said, man, like, it didn't take me that long. Um, it took me, I don't know, three years. And I was up to, uh, I don't know, 100. I, I mean, I, I got like 125, 130,000 miles out of it. And now just jettisoning, flying all over the goddamn place. A couple of uh, other trips that are probably in the works. But uh, in the meantime, what do you say we uh, we get to it, huh? I know why you guys are here on a Friday. Street of the Week. This Street of the Week is a Minnesota landmark for keeping it weird. Forged from downtown Minneapolis to the south side of Bloomington, the bike paths on this hipster highway are as smooth as the city workers who paved it. This street of the week, Portland Avenue! Woo! Congratulations, Portland Avenue. It is a, uh, listen. You hold your head high, Portland Avenue. I know you've had some downtimes, and right now, you got a you got a lot of people that are working your undercarriage. You got a lot of folks that are tearing you up. You're gonna bounce back, bud. You're coming back stronger than ever. Jesus Christ! I don't know if you guys have been on Portland Avenue in downtown Minneapolis, but my goodness, it is uh, it's a it's a mess. It is a God, especially through Richfield. What a fucking mess, man. Jesus. Uh, Jamie asks, at what age did you decide to let Kinley do the thing? Talking about the credit card thing, I imagine. Uh, my son is in the double digits now. Yeah, no, totally. Uh, I, she's my daughter's 13. And I, I think, did we put it on last year? I think she had it before she was, uh, before she was 13. I think at like 12 or something. Maybe 11. I can't remember. I don't know if we went that low. But yeah, no, we did it as soon as possible. So I would say for sure, 
It's it's so so worth it. Uh, yeah, I know people complain about, especially we got that stupid ass lame hacky joke everybody does where they go, you know, there's four seasons in uh, Minnesota. You know, there's winter, fall, spring, and road construction. <laughs> uh, dude, the construction is not that terrible around here. It has been, I mean, light to say the least. I've taken I don't know five six trips up north already this summer, and usually it's like a, and I know it's funny when you know. People hear us complain about like 20 minutes in traffic. Oh my God. People in LA are like, dude, bitch, please. That's how long it takes me to get three blocks. You know, uh, it is funny though. It's all relative because I've driven in Los Angeles and that is, that's a total nightmare. It's an, oh my God. It's, it's just a cluster AF dude. It is awful. But the traffic times are like two and a half hours. I mean, we drove from, uh, the uh, the Hollywood Walk of Fame to Encino, which I believe is like 13 miles. Dude, it was almost two and a half hours. It was awful. It was the worst drive of my life. And then, you know, here we complain about it when like 94 is backed up because of the state fair and it's like 20 minutes. I have actual relatives of mine that will leave northern Minnesota at 3.30 in the morning to get down here to get to their destination so they don't get stuff stuck in traffic. Now, you could get an extra, like, four, you could show up at, you know, 9 o'clock, 9.30. There'd be no traffic. They just don't want to get here at, like, 7. And I'm like, dude, even if you got here at 7, the traffic times are, like, 20 minutes tops. That's it. We complain about it. I'm like, why do we complain about this? 20 minutes in traffic is nothing. Jesus Christ. Try Philadelphia. Try Atlanta. Eight lanes of traffic all going one way. Trust me. Fucking, you are good, my friend. You will be just fine. 20 minutes is nothing. Enjoy it. Plus, enjoy it, you know? Uh, Mel, that's the kind of place you should own a bike. I I agree. But don't you, I don't know. Maybe we just grew up at a time when we used to see people on bikes and go, that guy got a DWI. And now they're just like all decked out with the, the tight suit and the logos and all that shit. Remember that? Remember guys who used, adults who used to ride bikes, huge losers. And now they're just like the to- the toast of the town. People love them. Love them. Uh, we should say hi to some people. Uh, what's up, CM Mullins? like that name. Dude, I hope you go by CM. We need more people with just, you know, abbreviations. Letters. That's what I like. Uh, let's see. RB Bulldog. See, RB. Why not go go with RB? For sure. I wish more people growing up, I wish they would have been like, what's up, RP? Dude, I mean... Fucking rad. Now it's like, it's weird when people like, you know, throw their own nickname out towards people. Good morning, Nicole. If you're still watching, I know you've been on here for a while, but uh, what's up, BJ? How are you, buddy? Bellamy Jack, nice to see you. What's up, Zach Rivers? You guys should check out Zach Rivers stuff, man. Find him. He's a friend of mine on Facebook, and that dude has unbelievable, I mean, not only is like his video work and movie work amazing, but his photography work is just Lights out. It is just outstanding. Unbelievable. All right, moving on to the uh, the next, the next Friday segment. Uh, moving on. This is a uh, one. It's called One Rant for the Road. It's a little segment that we do where they I have a random word generator on uh, the uh, on the internet. Just I don't know. Google it. Random word generator. Just pops it up. Let's see. Random word generator. Bet. Bet. B E T. Bet. I like the fact that that there's still people out there that complain about BET. And 
because it's easy to like tell who the racists are when they're complaining about that stuff. Black entertainment television? What would people do if there was a white entertainment television? I'm like, there is one. It's called CBS. Have you not watched it? It's nothing but white entertainment. Oh my God. It's the whitest of white entertainment. Jesus Christ. Uh, but I, I don't know. I like a, I'm a, I'm a gambling man. I do. And like I've said before many times, uh, the, uh, the lottery total sham, dude, you're a huge loser. If you're, if you're like buying Powerball tickets, stop, don't, there was a guy, I think I told you guys about this and the people I worked with thought I was a huge asshole. Cause I said it and I'm like, dude, I don't care. I, I, I'm telling you right now, this guy is a menace and he, his family should disown him. There was a guy, I think he was, he was in Michigan. He was originally from, um, uh, I think Houston and Houston had, you know, giant flooding and there was uh, mass hysteria and Jesus Christ. So this poor dude ends up having to go to Michigan. He loses his house, loses everything, it, you know, his vehicles, all that stuff. Turns out that this guy and his wife uh, didn't quite uh, have a, a, a up to snuff insurance policy. So basically all the stuff that they lost, they lost. You, They weren't getting it back. And there was no money to be paid out. This dude is staying in a shelter. It's like a YMCA in Michigan. He goes out and he buys a lottery ticket and he wins a million dollars. And everybody's like, oh my goodness, good things happen to good people. And I'm like, that guy is a menace. That guy should not be allowed to have money. What is his family doing? What? They should tell this guy, dude, no more. You're done. You're done with the family finances. That guy was on his last dollars. He had $6 in his pocket and he's buying lottery tickets. Why are you not taking that $6 and investing it somehow into yourself? Getting something that might be able to help you build whatever it is that you lost. Instead, you're playing the lottery. I'll guarantee that. I mean, this happened, what, three, four years ago now? Two, three years ago? I'll guarantee that dude is broke. That dude's broke. He has lost all that money. How, how do you have no, you, you're staying in a shelter with your wife. How are you not like focused on getting your life back together and you're buying lottery tickets? Come on, dude. Scratch your tickets the same way. It's just, it's a tax on dumb people. That's all it is. They, it's the way the government gets more money out of you because they, and they, and the fact that the, you know, the, the state lotteries, they play it up like, Hey, you never know. It could happen. And you're like, you take my money. That's what it is. Now, listen, if you got like an extra 50 bucks in your pocket and you happen to be in Las Vegas or you happen to be in northern Minnesota and you see a casino and you want to stop by and you want to play $50 worth of blackjack because you have it and you can afford it, I get it. At least that game, you might be able to possibly win a couple of bucks. Um, Let's see. Mel says, I I agree 100%. I never bought a lottery ticket or a scratch off and never will. I agree. I agree. Mira says they're selling the American dream. That's it. They are selling all the sizzle, not the steak. For sure. Hey, man, you want a, you want a limo? You watched MTV Cribs? There's 13-year-old kids that got Lamborghinis, ain't there? You can have that too. Just give us a dollar. In what real world scenario? Here's how you know it's all bullshit. In what real world scenario could you ever give somebody a dollar and they would give you $124 million? It would never happen anywhere else, ever. Um, Bellamy Jack, people don't change because they win the lottery. No, you are who you are, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, I made a, I made a crack the other night because uh, somebody had made a comment about people being like, oh, that person's bad with money. 
they're bad with money. They don't have any money, so they're bad with it. And I said, well, we don't know that. Because there's rich and there's poor, right? And uh, most people sit in the camp of poor. So how do you know that that person wouldn't be given a ton of dough and do well with it? Now, if they are... If they are middle class and got like a few bucks rolling through and you still end up broke, more than likely probably going to piss it away. There was a uh, there was one guy who won the lottery who was like a, a self-made guy. I think he was like a rancher or something from Montana. And this dude uh, was a self-made guy, like like sold horses and had a good living. I think he had made like I think he was saying he made like eighty eighty five thousand dollars a year. It's, it's a good life. That's good living, man. They say after seventy five thousand dollars, you you basically don't know the difference between making a million and 75,000. Your life is pretty set. Like you don't worry about bills, you know, you just basically are just living, you know. Under that though, yeah, you got to kind of think about your finances a little bit. But after 75k, you're good. And that's an indi- that's not a household. That's just individual, right? If you're making more than 75,000, you are you're living life large. You're doing well. And that's good. That's you should strive for that. Don't strive for a million. Strive for seventy five thousand a year, man. It's a good living. Um, but they uh, they say like, uh, uh, yeah, this guy had like a had a ranch and he was like selling stuff. I mean, he won the lottery and he was like, um, he's like, I'm gonna probably buy my mom a, a medium sized house that she can get around in because her house is too small right now and she needs a little bit more room because they got you know they got she's got a bunch of stairs and stuff and she's getting old. But we're gonna basically get at one level and give her a little bit more room to kind of spread out. She's got a wheelchair, makes it hard because she's, you know, trying to like get through the kitchen and, blah, and the guy had like a good plan with his money. And that dude, I bet if you looked him up now, I bet he's still probably doing pretty well. He was going to reinvest in uh, a couple of smaller businesses that were in town that were uh, already doing well. So he's like, I don't have to worry about, you know, these are businesses that are going to be around for a while, you know? And I just kind of want to help them out. But he was like, he was a smart guy. Most people though, dude, oh my goodness. You could just see it in him. Like, holy shit, somebody just gave you a hundred, hundred. I heard a great analogy one time, which was, uh, listen, you're not going to go into a gym and put 350 pounds on the, on the squat rack and try if you've never done it before. So what makes you think, because you've, you've never handled a million dollars, what makes you think that you're going to be good with it? You're going to be terrible with it. And people are who they are. They so are who they are. It doesn't change. None of it changes. Like I thought like I've thought before uh, when uh, when I was younger, I was I'd work at a radio station and I'd go, you know what? I hate this fucking job. I want out. And once I get out, I am going to things are going to be different. Things are going to change. And then you leave that job and you're exactly the same person. When I sold my first house, uh, I, I always thought like money will make me happy. They'll give me money and I'm going to be a happy guy. And then I sold that house for more money than I have ever seen in my life. And they handed me the check and I walked outside. I drove to the bank. I deposited the check, got back in the car and went, I'm still fucking miserable. Nothing's changed. Now I just have more worries. Like, how do I keep this money? That was the biggest worry is, am I going to lose all this? Now I got more worries. So, yeah. So, I don't know. But anyways, what are we talking about, Bet? Yeah, uh, play some blackjack. Always hit on 16. Don't be an asshole. And also, don't be the hammer on a table. I hate those guys. Yeah, those guys are the worst guys. Middle. Always go middle. Don't be the first guy. Don't be the last guy. Always be in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> 
There you go. I feel like that was a pr- pretty decent one rant for the road. Uh, if you're just hopping onto the live feed, a couple of uh, quick things to announce. Uh, first off, if you're going to be in northern Wisconsin, I'll be at Rhinelander Brewing doing some stand-up tomorrow night. Shows at 8 p.m. with uh, Jake Peterson and Justin Paulson. Also, September 9th over at the, the Twin Cities Film Fest uh, at their offices doing shorts and stand-up. That's going to be... Uh, my film, uh, Raising a Daughter, is also going to be uh, showing that night. But I'll get you guys more details on that in the next couple of weeks. I know that one is a ways out. Uh, also, Raising a Daughter, you can see it right now on YouTube. Just search my name and Raising a Daughter. Find it on YouTube. And find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. And every day at 9.45 a.m., we go live on Instagram. Thank you guys so much for once again taking a long walk to Cleveland. <laughs> Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.